Our scripture lesson today comes from the book of Hebrews in the 11th chapter. Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. Indeed, by faith, our ancestors received approval. By faith, we understand that the words were prepared by the word of God. The worlds were prepared by the word of God, so that what is seen was made from things that are not visible. By faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to set out for a place that he was to receive as an inheritance. And he set out not knowing where he was going. By faith, he stayed for a time in the land that had been promised, as in a foreign land, living in tents, as did Isaac and Jacob, who were heirs with him on the same promise. For he looked forward to the city that has, that has its foundations, whose architect is the builder, and builder is God. By faith, with Sarah's involvement, he received the power of procreation, even though he was too old because he considered him faithful who had promised. Therefore, one person, and this one as good as dead, descendants were born, as many as the stars of heaven and as the innumerable grains of sand by the seashore. All of these died in faith, without having received the promises, but from a distance they saw and greeted them. They confessed that they were strangers and foreigners on earth, for people who speak in this way make it clear that they are seeking a homeland. If they had been thinking of the land that they had left behind, they would have had the opportunity to return. But as it is... They desire a better homeland, that is, a heavenly one. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God. Indeed, he has prepared a city for them. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Holy God, you call us today to be people of faith who believe even though we have not seen, who trust, and who hear your word today. Fill us with your presence. Let our hearts be open. In Christ's holy name. Amen. So the book of Hebrews is this, is this book in the, Old, in the New Testament that brings us into the history of our faith the faith that we're adopted into, the faith of the people of Israel. So we're reminded again and again of the stories of our founding, the stories of our creation, the stories of those who went before us, the stories of the first people that God made a covenant with. And one of the things that we're reminded over and over again is that they often and almost always felt out of place. In today's reading, we hear the story of Abraham, who receiving instruction from God as a very wealthy and prosperous man to leave his brother who he's in business with, Laban, and to go, and to, go to a new land, to go to a promised land, it's the land that we call the Holy Land today. And Abraham picked up what his life, he picked up his family, and he did it. And God promised this old man and his wife that they would find a family, that they would have children, that their descendants would be among, like, like more, more than the stars. 
You could laugh at this, and I'm sure people did. They laughed at Abraham. But what we find time and time again is that Abraham, his descendants, and maybe even us too, we find ourselves out of place. You've probably felt that way before, in a new place, in a new world, a new city, a new experience, whatever it is, finding yourself out of place. Maybe a friend has invited you somewhere, and it's a new experience for you, and you're thinking, what in the world am I doing here? I can't wait to get out of this thing. Maybe you've been there before. Um, Abraham probably felt the same way. I wonder if his family felt the same way. Wait, you're taking us where? You're taking us to Moab? What, what, is, what, is, going, what is going on? Uh, my family, when I was in high school, uh, we, traveled to, we traveled to southern Germany and northern Italy and as, a, as a family vacation with a few other families. And first time I'd ever uh, traveled to Europe. And we, as, as we went, we, we were in Venice and we went to all these places. But one day when we were in Venice, um, all four of our families were, to, were gathered together. And um, we wanted to take a picture in St. Mark's Square, which you know in Venice is the one that floods. It's in the James Bond movies. It's a beautiful place. Um, and as we got there, uh, we wanted to take a picture and we were looking around. And so, you know, you, kinda, you can't talk in English. And so uh, what you do is you can do one or two things. You can yell very loudly and very slowly in English and think people understand you. Or you can mime, right? You can kind of mime out what you're saying. So we find somebody who looks like they have some free time and say, we're kind of miming. Can you take our picture? And kind of getting all together and doing our thing. And um, this guy looks at us and he says, where are y'all from? (laughs) He was in Rutherford County. Um, Here we were in this place and you know, the coffee tasted different. The food was different. We, we, hadn't, we hadn't spoken English except for to one another in, in weeks, and, or I mean in days. And it, it, we were out of place. We didn't know where we were. We were trying to just do something normal, take a picture. We couldn't do it. Um, just for that one minute, um, we felt at home. We felt safe. Um, you, you know what that's like. Um, we do this. We, we use how we look, how we talk, what we say, how we dress. Uh, what we do, who we associate with, uh, we use that to tell where people are from. The word is shibboleth, and that that word, it means the symbols and the things we use to be able to identify uh, one another. You do that, right? We dress a certain way so that people will know that we are like these people, and maybe so that we're not like these other people. We talk a certain way. Um, we, all, we all know the story of the person who grew up in the South and went up north and went to college and then came back and all of a sudden they had, they had lost their accent. They spoke, they spoke a little bit differently. <laughs> they sounded a little bit out of place. I imagine Jesus' disciples, when they gathered for his last supper and Jesus began to tell them, I'm about to leave you, but this bread and this wine or this juice will become a covenant for you, a new covenant. I can imagine how they felt, their friend, their leader, their rabbi, who had led them for three years, telling them that he's going to be gone, and then finally beginning to understand it. The fear, the anxiety, being out of place. Thomas even, um, who after he was raised from the dead, who wasn't there, Thomas even doesn't believe it, right? He says, this can't be the truth. I need to be able to see Jesus. And Jesus lays, later shows up, O oh, ye of little faith. I wonder how we feel out of place <laughs> when we get scared, when we get worried, when we worry about who we are, if we can be who we are, if it's safe to be who we are. 
What about the ways that we feel out of place? See, faith is just that. It's us, like Miss Lizanne said, when we can't see oftentimes being able to still believe. Think about Abraham. He didn't see. He never saw. He never saw the full, the full living out of God's plan for his family, of God's covenant with him. He never saw it lived out, but he still moved forward. He had a vision. He saw something that no one else could see, or he believed, if not if nothing less, when he could see, when he couldn't see. He believed in something new, as in Hebrews it tells us that he believed, he believed in this city that was whose architect and builder is God. I imagine Abraham going to the promised land and the Canaanites and the Hittites and all these folks seeing him and saying, where are you from? You speak like a hick. You, don't, you look different. You're a, you're a shepherd. Where, where are you from? Who are you? And Abraham telling them, God's told me to come here. God's told me to live here. This is a, God's going to do this with me. And then maybe laughing, maybe understanding, maybe just being curious and maybe just talking about him behind his back. In Hebrews, we, we are reminded that our faith is the assurance of things hoped for and the conviction of things not seen. How is God calling you to trust and rely on things that maybe you haven't seen. Maybe seeing something that a future holds that maybe we'll never get to see, but still being willing to work toward it. How's God calling you uh, to have faith in that way? Um, oftentimes we, we wrote in our email that went out this week that we have faith in lots of things, right? We have faith in our government. We have faith in, our, in, our, in that, that other people who we're on the road with will follow the traffic laws. We have faith that people that watch our children or who take care of us will take care of us and do what they said they would do, right? We have, we have faith. We have faith that people that make our food do it in a safe way. We have faith in so many things. Today, we're being reminded <laughs> that we're called to have faith in God through Jesus Christ, even when we have not seen. The thing to do today, right, uh, we, we say it all over the place, we, do your own research is what we say, right? <laughs> if you, um, you know, wh whatever it is, I don't believe you because I've read something different somewhere, somewhere else. It's, we, we want so badly to understand. We want so badly to know and, to, and to, be able to, to be able to understand everything so that we don't have to have faith, right? If I can understand everything, if I can know everything about everything in my life, then surely everything will be okay. Part of being human is learning to trust. Learning to trust one another. Learning to say that, learning to trust that when someone says they're doing something that they're doing it. Maybe they're not, and we learn from that. Maybe it's learning about trust, learning to trust one another and also to trust our God, that God's plans will come to be, that God's promises for us will be made true, and that our hope in Jesus Christ will one day be made complete. That's what this meal that we take of today is about. It's about us being brought into God's plan, being brought into 
the city whose architect and builder is God. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.